Hi guys, welcome to Library Overload. This is Tavia. This is Susie. Don't forget, you can go check us out on our blog, which is libraryoverload.home.blog. And then you can also check us out on Instagram and sometimes on Facebook. And that is just (laughs) Library Overload there. This episode is special for two reasons. Number one, it's my wedding week. It's Susie's wedding week. Y'all, I have been engaged for 18 months. I feel like it's been 18 years. It's been (laughs) so long. But at the same time, though, like I remember when we first got engaged and we decided, you know, December 2019. And um, I was like, it's so long. I have so much time. Were you a valley girl in the stream that you were having? It's so far away. <laughs> like for totally. <laughs> so we are talking wedding books today. Books all about, all about the marriage and the weddings. Yes, yes, yes. And numero dos. Yes. It's our last episode of this season. It's kind of bittersweet. Cue the tears. Yes. We have had the best first season. So much fun. And we are obviously taking a nice little break here at, at wedding week and Christmas time. And New Year's and all of that stuff. Yes. We are coming back in January. We have some fantastic things planned. Oh my gosh. I've been looking forward to January's episodes since last January. Yes. <laughs> I think it's interesting that every month we think, oh, what we could have done. I know. And so we have got some really great ideas planned mm-hmm. for next season, and I'm very excited about that. It's going to be a good second season. We're gonna, yes. It's been a fantastic first season. I don't know how we can top it. It's been so much fun. It really has. I've loved interacting with people online and, like, getting to know people. And reading so much and talking about so many books. And reading so differently this year. Like, it's made us both read. Just way different. It's made us read totally out of our comfort zones Mm -hmm. and all of that. So it's... It's been a great, great reading year for me. It really has. And I don't think I've touched on it in a couple episodes, so I'll just give you guys an update since this is the last episode of the season. My current reading total for this year is 125. Killing it. So I blew the first goal out of the water. I beat the second goal that I set. I don't know if I can get 25 books in this month, but... But it would be super cool if I could get to 150. Oh my God, I just really don't think. so cool. Yeah. I, I don't think 25 books with Christmas. Right. Is in your wedding <laughs> is going to be doable. It is an extravaganza. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, it definitely is. So I have so far this year, I've only read 85 books. Only? That's I mean, like. Well, but for me, though, I feel like, oh, my God, I only read 85 because my goal was 110. Mm-hmm. But I dealt with a pretty epic, like, reading slump. Mm-hmm. It you lasted, did. like, a month. Like, I really struggled. The past couple of weeks, I've barely been able to pick mm-hmm. up books. So it's just, it's one of those things that it just happens. But you know what? I've read some damn good books this, this year. This is true. So I'm, I've I'm read not some mad. Fantastic stuff. I've made my peace with it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Quality over quantity. Yes. I'm okay with it. I like that. 
You have wedding itis right now, which is like, or wedding brain, which is like pregnancy brain, but like wedding related. Oh my gosh. Like yes. you can't, she can't focus on anything else. No. Other than the wedding. But Nothing. I mean, we're what, six days, five days out? Uh, four. Four days out. My yeah. bad. Yeah. And I'm trying really, really hard not to annoy people. Like I'm trying to not be that You're asshole. failing. Aww. I'm just kidding. I try not to be that asshole that's like, oh, but my wedding. <laughs> and I just like talk about it all the time. For some reason in your like fantasy land, you have turned into a valley girl. I don't know what it is. I go British when I'm in like my weird place, well, but you, you're you a valley girl well, right no, now. No, no, my, my annoying girl voice is a valley girl. Oh, okay. Well, see, that makes sense. That yes. makes lots of sense. Yes. Okay. I'm glad we figured it out. I'll allow it. But yeah, so I'm, I, yeah, my brain, I can't focus on anything. I finally, for the first time today, picked up a book and read it. And it was the first book I've read in like almost two weeks. That's crazy. I know. I will admit that I did not. I went home for Thanksgiving. So Mm -hmm. I spent five days back home and I didn't read a book the whole time I was there. Gosh, whenever I would go back home, there was no cable or internet. So it was like either talk to people or read and... I'll let you guess which one I did. Well, my mom has Disney Plus, and she and I vegged on the couch and what'd you watch? Watched tons of Disney movies, like, um, the, like the old cartoons. Yes, we watched The Rescuers. Oh, I and love The Rescuers. Yes. What else did we watch? We watched a ton of stuff. We watched some really old movies that were live action that she remembered going to see when she was younger, mm-hmm. that she was excited to watch. One was about a guy who inherits a ski lodge, and he's in New York, and he just. Picks up and moves his family to the ski lodge. They get there and it's completely dilapidated. And, you know. It sounds like the beginning is of a li- Hallmark movie. Yeah. Hilarity ensues. But it was lots of fun. And I really enjoyed all the time I got with my parents. So that was yeah. really nice. And we ate so much food. Duh. So much food. Thanksgiving. I mean, we had two Thanksgiving dinners while I was there. One on actual Thanksgiving and then one on sunday oh yeah so there was so much turkey i feel like i'm i'm half trip to fan or what is it trip trip to fan i think that's yeah. how you say it yeah i think that's i'm i'm half of that right now i like it and sweet potato casserole that's my favorite Ugh. Ugh. No. i don't like sweet potatoes i love them show me a real potato also the sweet potato casserole though stops being healthy because you put butter and sugar and cinnamon mm-hmm. and you top it with marshmallows. Oh, I know what goes so, in it. My sister makes it. It's so good. It's so good. It's my favorite, favorite Thanksgiving thing ever. My favorite Thanksgiving thing, not to be a braggart, but it is my turkey. That's funny. It's magnificent. That's good. Yeah, Susie texted me and asked me what my mom does to her turkey. And I was like, she just cooks it in the oven. She just... And I was like, girl, mine is a three-day process. She just makes it. I'm sure she does more stuff, but I don't know. Tavia was literally like, she she puts herbs and stuff on it. I don't I re- know. Yeah, I really did. I was like, I think she puts butter on it. I was like, Jesus Christ. Tavia. I don't know. It tastes good. Sometimes she cooks it in the roaster. Sometimes you she deep fries it. You are an adult. You need to know how to make a turkey. I know how to make it. I just don't know no, how she makes don't. hers. If you don't know, you don't know. I've never made one because my mom has always been such a good cook. I've never needed to. 
I'll probably be one of those people that you see on like the internet or TV that forgets to like take the giblets and junk out. That or sounds doesn't about right. defrost it before. Yes. I mean, I'm a good cook, but that, that sounds about like something I would do. <laughs> yeah, you put it in the oven frozen. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, sometimes my mom deep fries the turkey though mm. or smokes it. My dad loves to smoke things in his smoker. So we've had a variety of turkeys. That is very fancy. Yes. Okay. Let's what, get it going. Wedding books. Yes. In honor of Susie's wedding. Dun, dun, da, da. Dun, dun, da, da. It's beautiful. Keep singing. <laughs> you probably don't want me to sing that because I was thinking of the funny version in my head. What's you know, the funny version? Here comes the bride, big fat <laughs> Oh, my. Have you never I've heard that? I've never heard that. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm, I remember hearing that when I was young. That's we used to make fun terrible. and say, it really is. And you are neither fat nor wide. And your dress is gorgeous. I thought you said, here comes the bride, all fat and white. And I thought you were about to be like, you are neither fat nor white. And I was <laughs> like, woman, I am translucent. What are you talking about? You really, you're more of a, a pinkish color. I know. I just had to, we did our, uh, my makeup, my wedding makeup run through. And I mm-hmm. had to like go to Ulta and she made me buy all this crap. And when we were trying to match concealer, I was like, where's the vampire color? <laughs> that is me. <laughs> that's funny yeah okay wedding books yes uh the first one i'm going to talk about is the one that i've most recently read this is the one that i picked up today and read i was very proud of nothing like wait until the last minute i know i was like i gotta hurry and read this and then i gotta work on my notes and oh my god it's almost (laughs) time to go (laughs) stressed that's okay so this is one of the books. This is book two in Nora Roberts' The Bride Quartet. I have never read any Nora Roberts. I, um, I'm i trying to remember if these are the only couple that I have read. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. I feel My like I loves prob- her. A lot of people do. She has just a crap load amount of books. Yes. Um, That's a, a scientific number, like a scientific amount crap load. Duh. Yeah. Okay. It's like around a ton. Yeah. So I read I read the first book in this series many moons ago. So I'm going to specifically talk about the second book, which is Bed of Roses. Oh. So the Bride Quartet follows four women that own a bridal business. One is a florist. One is a baker. One is the candlestick maker. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. One is the planner extraordinaire, and one is the photographer. So mm-hmm. these four women together own a venue and they throw these beautiful lavish events that sounds awesome it's actually really cool so the first book followed mac she was the photographer and kind of follows how she meets someone falls in love you know how romance yeah goes so this one uh this one follows emmeline emmeline i like that name it's cute so follows emmeline she's the florist and it follows how, you know, they put on these crazy, beautiful weddings, how she makes it all happen. You kind of get like a cool behind the scenes look at how really extravagant weddings are put on. So that was really neat. Them talking about like monster brides and bridezilla, like, and mother of the bride awfulness and like yeah. stuff like that. I love hearing stories about that. So that was really neat. But, anyways, you follow Emmeline and how she and an old family friend named Jack, her starting to feel some sparks Ooh. and so they're trying to decide like we're really good friends we don't want to ruin this you also help us so much with our business like mm-hmm. if we were to kind of hook up or whatever and it didn't work out 
would this ruin this business thing mm-hmm. that we've got going on? So it's just, it's very cool, very interesting. I actually really enjoyed it. I look forward That's to good. finishing the series. That's cute. And the covers are really pretty. It's all brides and pretty dresses. Cute. Just, ah! Cute, cute. Yes. I like it. I liked it too. It was cute. I read some fun stuff myself. I'm excited to hear. So the first thing I am going to talk about is called Matchmaking for Beginners. That sounds cute. Yes. And that is by Maddie Dawson. And this was just fun. I mean, it was poignant and sweet too, but it was mostly just fun. Um, this follows Marnie McGraw and at the engage- her engagement party to Noah. She meets Noah's eccentric aunt Blix and her her name is Blix Holiday. Well, Blix she certainly sounds eccentric. Yes. And she's in her 80s and she's actually dying. And we know that straight away. But the book is told from both Blix and Marnie's point of view. Oh my god, it was made for you. It really was. So that was kind of cool. Blix is, she believes in uh, like energies and things like that and and what you put out into the universe. But she also believes that Marnie is the same as her. Like she sees Marnie and she kind of has this feeling Hmm. about her. But she goes up to Marnie and she says, I I have to tell you, you're not going to marry Noah. This is not going to go out the way that you think it is. Oh, my. But you're going to be okay. You're going to have a fantastic life. Interesting. So, obviously, it comes true. Oh, my. Um, I'm not going to give away how it happens, but Thank it's you. pretty pretty interesting. Noah is a character <laughs> that, is, that is certain. But then, about midway through the book, Blix does pass away, and she leaves Marnie, who lives in Florida, her house in Brooklyn. And so Marnie goes up there to try to, like, see what's going on. And Blix is like, yeah, you can have the house, but you have to live here for three months. Because hmm. Blix is trying to play matchmaker from the afterlife. Sure. And it's just super fun. And so the building that Blix owns has some tenants in it that she's collected, you know, that she just loves. And so Marnie kind of inserts herself into their life and, and ends up finding herself in Brooklyn. And it's just really, it's a lot of fun. So there is cute. a wedding in it. Okay. And it's about, there's another wedding. Actually, there's two weddings in it. And so... It definitely fits the theme. Okay. But mostly it's about finding yourself and, and you know, yeah. just fun stuff. I wrote, things work out the way they're supposed to. Not always the way that you plan, but the way that they're supposed to. I like it. And then also super cute and adorable. It was just, it was fun. It was an easy read uh, and it was just fun. That's and also there was an old woman telling this story. Of course. Was, she wasn't looking back. Um, she she did a little bit. Okay. But mostly it was about her puppet strings that she was pulling. <laughs> um, and then even pulling puppet strings from the afterlife, which I sincerely hope to do. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, that just sounds fun. I want to leave things in my will that will come to fruition. Oh and people gosh. will be like, is she here? <laughs> Yes, I hope so. I hope that happens. How did you find this? I've never heard of it. Um, I was just looking for fun wedding books. Okay. Fun books, of, uh, books that had weddings in them. Okay. And I stumbled upon this one, and okay. it was super cute. Four stars. Nice. Okay. My next one is super fun. This one is The Royal We by Heather Cox and Jessica Morgan. I've been seeing that one. It's been out since 2015, and it got a lot of buzz when it came out. I actually read it back then. So this is a little bit of Will and Kate. 
Uh-huh. A little bit of Harry and Meghan, coincidentally, which is weird because it yeah. came out in 2015. Interesting. But it's really, really fun. It's got the royalty that I love. Yes. So American Rebecca decides that she needs a change. She wants to get out of her town. Oh, and a little bit of the prince in me. Oh, um, I love that I one. I know. And so she decides she needs a change. She's going to Oxford for uh, university. Okay. And she happens to be right down the hall from Prince Nicholas. Cute. Yes. So, you know, it's just kind of this meet cute. The American, she doesn't really know who he is. Like, so, but come to find out her twin sister is like, completely obsessed with him kind of like how we all were Mm -hmm. of Prince Harry so he it's it actually starts out of the night before their wedding oh that's fun and then it goes back into how they met them moving in together like all these different instances the time where they broke up and were apart for a while just like Will and Kate were for a while so it just it kind of goes through and at the end, she's, you know, this is the night before everything in her life changes. And it's, have all this, all the things that have happened to me in my life, have they led me to this decision? Am I willing to give up the mm-hmm. career aspirations that I had? Who I am? Every decision I make from now on is no longer for me. Like, and right. it's just, it's a big internal mm-hmm. struggle and all of that. Really neat. The cover of the book is like a cartoon is cartoonization of Will and Kate in their I've seen, wedding yeah, I've attire. Seen that. Um, it definitely is yeah. like insinuated. Yes. Like it's not an outright like this is about Will and Kate but it's definitely like Will and Kate. Yeah. But with the American thrown in there now it's like oh but it's kind of like Megan and Harry too. I like so it. So it's it's really neat. I really enjoyed it. It's a quick it's a big book but it was like it was a fast read. It was a fun. Because you enjoyed it so much. Yeah. That makes sense. So yeah I love all the royalty stuff and then royal weddings like are you freaking kidding me yes all the pomp and circumstance oh my gosh the whole thing is just magical I when it. i tried on my wedding dress i was walking through the bridal shop and i was like guys if i was to be crowned queen tomorrow i have my coronation dress <laughs> this is it you know i thought a lot of things when i was trying on wedding dresses i never entered my mind that i should be crowned queen in your no it wasn't that i needed to be crowned queen it was just if so many people died and i was next in line i already have a dress i'm ready to go how many people would have to die probably a several billion billion with a b yeah but i am ready i'm pretty sure you don't have any royal blood in your you genealogy don't, no. i do i did your genealogy no you stopped in italy <laughs> <laughs> i think it was spain and you should try again wasn't it both I thought it was both. I don't know. We can link it up later. Let's. Okay. But yes, the royal we. Super, super, super cute. That sounds fun. Ah. Okay. The next one I'm going to talk about is pretty interesting. It is called A Bride in the Bargain, and that is by Deanne Gist. I'm going to guess what it is from just the title. Okay. Someone's father was playing poker. And lost his daughter in the bet. Have you read things where people give away their daughters in poker games? Yes, fan fiction. No. (laughs) Don't give away your daughters in poker games, guys. This is not okay. Yes, they do. I have so many questions. No, they do it a lot in like mafia-esque 
um, fan fiction. But they fall in love, so it's fine. (laughs) It's like Beauty and the Beast. Okay. Okay. Well, this is nothing like that. Dang it. I thought I was so close. (laughs) This is... I found this because, again, I was looking for wedding-related books. and This is a historical fiction. It is set in 1860s. It's set in uh, Seattle, which is technically the Washington Territory at this point. So there's a guy up there. uh, His name is Joe Denton. And he has got 640 acres of land that he got from a grant. Well, he was granted the land when he was married, but his wife died before she could come out and join him. Oh, goodness. So now someone's contesting his grant because single men technically only get 320 acres. So he needs a bride. I see this is where the bargain comes in. But it's also, um, it's 1865, well, the end of 1865, the beginning of 1866. And there are lots and lots of widows of the Civil War in the East Coast. So this guy named Mercer's like, I'm going to go hunt up a bunch of women. So he gets all these guys to pay him for brides that he goes and collects and brings out. Well, Anna is in this, Anna Ivy, and... He kind of tricks her, and he's like, we don't just need brides. We also need cooks and housekeepers and things like that. So she's like, okay, I'll go. I'll be a cook for somebody. I worked in a restaurant. So she goes thinking she's going to be a cook. She gets there. Joe's thinking he's going to be her wife, and it's just fun. He owns a timber. Uh, he runs a timber business out outside of Seattle mm-hmm. um, with all these guys, and it's just fun. It turns out to be actually Christian fiction, Christian historical fiction. That sounds like it. My grandmother used to read a whole lot of um, Wild West mm-hmm. stuff, like like covered wagons mm-hmm. type of crap. And so I have like 40 mm-hmm. books of just this one Christian fiction mm-hmm. series that I will never read because it's yes. all about ladies looking for husbands in the West well, that sounds like something I might like. Well, you're welcome to all 40 of them if you would like to borrow. Okay. I gave it four stars. I really, really loved That's it. Funny. It was super fun. On the, I finished it on my way home from work, mm-hmm. and I went, yay, <laughs> at the way it turned out. So I was really super excited because I was nervous. That's we were getting so, so close to the end. Uh, things were not looking good. Oh, my gosh. Don't you hate it when you know that you're close to the end, but it's like there are too many things that need to happen mm-hmm. for this to wrap up. Yeah. So stressful. It really was. There were a couple of twists in there, and I was oh like, my. oh, Oh, oh my. Su- surprise. Yeah. And I really did enjoy the tamer mm-hmm. bits. You know, like I-, I wasn't sure I would like the historic or the Christian fiction when I found out that it was, but yeah. I really enjoyed it. It was, nice. it was not like overly preachy. Mm-hmm. It-, it just flowed. It didn't have verses in the entirety of how. No, they had, they definitely safe. have verses in it, but they were relevant to things that were happening in the story and they weren't overly preachy at you i always um whenever i was reading only christian fiction it always made me laugh just so hard at how every single book had the way to salvation in it and i'm like Mm -hmm. guys the only people that are reading this are christians like you don't need to lead us to christ (laughs) we're there man we are reading your stuff preaching to the choir yes drove me crazy (laughs) it's funny but i really enjoyed it and i wouldn't have picked christian fiction for Mm -hmm. myself 
But I, I'm not opposed to this line of, you know, huh. inquiry. We'll see where it will go. I've got a whole bunch then that you might like. Mm-hmm. I do have Grandma's Prairie crap, but I do have some other like that I've actually yeah. read and enjoyed in my house. That yeah. I just I can't I can't get rid of it. Yeah, but yeah, I think it makes sense. That's neat. But it was lots of fun. I mean, it was historical fiction. It was romance. It was cute. They were logger lumberjacks and. That reminds me of Serena. Except so much better. Oh, my God. Was everyone likable in that one? Yes. Okay. Even the bad guy was likable. (laughs) I'm not kidding. He was like, okay, (laughs) this is fine. Did he say darn it? Was that? (laughs) No. Was that his bad (laughs) guy-esque? No. That is the only, only, only problem I have with this book. And it is really... Just me. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure no one else is going to have this problem. Okay. I told you it's set in 1865. Well, the girl on the cover is in a dress that is dated to around 1902. Oh, yeah. And it yes. bugs the crap out of me. It's got the puff sleeves like Anne would wear. Yeah. Anne of Av- Anne of Green Gables. Yeah. Oh, I know. And that didn't Anne happen is. in, even in Seattle, in the, the Washington Territory, that style was not around. You so, should write them a letter. Fix your stuff, guys. Fix yes. your cover because you're not historically accurate and it bugs some nerds. Just you. It bugs a nerd. It bugs their nerd. It bugs their nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't said anything real stupid in a long time. Thanks for I know that. It's been me. <laughs> okay. My last one that I have is technically not about a wedding. It's more about building your No, marriage. you can't talk to... You can't talk watch to me. Her. Watch me, Tavia. <laughs> <laughs> so this one is more about building a marriage, which yes. I like. I like the idea of yes. that. So this one... <laughs> you're going to laugh at me. This one is called I Do, Now What? And this is by Juliana Rancic and her husband, oh, Bill fun. Rancic. Fun, fun. <laughs> so this is... She looks really odd. Interesting. Like her head... Yes, I feel like... She has a giant head. Yes, I feel like her head size is disproportionate. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes, I struggle with watching her and paying attention because I'm like... I feel like she's a bobblehead. So sorry, Juliana. I really am sorry. You're fantastic and I watch you on the red carpet and stuff. Um, But yes. I mean, people look at me and think things like that. So it's okay. Yeah, you're weird. I know. (laughs) Okay, so for those that are not pop culture just fanatics like myself juliana rancic was a e-news correspondent she also she no longer technically works there on the daily but she does do all their red carpet stuff still so and looks stunning oh she's so wonderful she's been through some crap and um but she met her husband bill rancic when he had just won the apprentice she interviewed him oh, for that. E! News. Well, that's cool. And that's how they met. And so it talks, you know, it talks about kind of how they met their gorgeous, gorgeous destination wedding in Italy. Aww. Because that's where her family is from. And it's just, then it gets into, okay, so now we're married. Now we have to build this life together. Mm-hmm. And kind of how you go through this. And they've dealt with such awful stuff. Like, she was... They were trying to have a baby and were struggling. She had multiple, multiple miscarriages. They had a show on they did for a have while. A show. I, I watched, watched it. I did watch it as I well. I loved it. I watched their wedding special and then I watched 
My sister loved that show, and so I would watch it with her on occasion. I, I loved it too. So, de- in whilst dealing with infertility, you have to get tested for so many things, and she had to do a mammogram, found breast cancer, and so she had to deal with that. She had a double mastectomy, and then was told that it's probably best that you don't do this to your body anymore. So they ended up having to do a surrogate, which worked out beautifully. They have a gorgeous little boy named Duke and they have this beautiful family, but it's just how they got to this place. Mm -hmm. And I think they are hysterical because Bill is very straight laced, very budget and focused Mm -hmm. and work and all that. And Julia is like, Hey Bill, can I buy these shoes? (laughs) Just goofy and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And it makes me laugh because I'm, it makes me think of me because she's just super goofy and just is like, Oh, I'm going to remodel this house today. And it's just, she's just really, really funny. Mm -hmm. But in the book, they've got like fun date nights and then they'll have recipes for, um, like yummy dates that they've had just at home, just the two of them. And then it talks about dealing with, well, Juliana's job is in LA and Bill is based primarily in Chicago and how they were trying to deal with that. Oh, cool. All of that. And it was just, it's really, really neat. But what I love most about the book is that, um, Many years ago, the same weekend that I got a bunch of Nicholas Sparks books signed, Bill and Juliana came to Chattanooga and did a talk. Oh, that's cool. And I got to watch them talk. They're so funny. And, like, Juliana is just like she is on mm-hmm. TV. Like, just goofy. And she, like, Bill would be talking, like, talking about something serious and, you know, trying to give people advice for finances and mm-hmm. things like that. And Juliana would be like, oh, my God, this chair is awesome. Because <laughs> they had the stage kind of, yeah. you know, place. But it was so funny. But after it was done, y'all, I vaulted over chairs and bum-rushed the sage and got Juliana to sign my book. I would have paid money to see that. No, I was so serious. Like, I, I brought the book and had it in my lap ready to go as soon as they stopped talking and everyone stands up to cheer i was like excuse me (gasps) vaulting (laughs) vaulted over chairs i was like juliana that is hysterical got my book signed and she was like poor thing like she was on a a a right like a not a rised a A elevated stage that's the word i got it on my own did you? I did. I got there. Okay. okay. She was on an elevated stage. So, like, to me, it was, like, chest high. So, in order for her to sign my book, she had to get on her knees and, like, sign it for me. She was super sweet. And Bill's like, Juliana, we've got to catch our flight. She, and by the time I was getting my stuff signed, like, everyone else was up there like, Juliana. And I was like, <laughs> I thought of it first. That's really funny. But yeah. I really enjoyed it. I'll have to take a picture of it for you guys. I didn't know that autograph Olympics were a thing. Um, have I not told y'all about the times that I would go to Barnes and Noble on Black Friday and get autographed books and the time that I got a book right before another old lady did and she cried. Like, I don't, it was the Julie Andrews book. I don't know what to say to you. I'm so sorry. It's okay. But you did mention Nicholas Sparks and we should not let the wedding episode pass up without talking about your The wedding! I know I was going to bring it up, but we've talked like we ad have, nauseum. Yes, about we have it. talked about it, but it is wedding related, I, not just love young it. love, but also like, established love uh, as yes, well. Yes, and you don't get that a lot. You don't. And it's lovely. And I know Nicholas Sparks is kind of just, he writes the same thing over and over and over and over. And over. I get it. 
But there are two books of his that I love, 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 and that is The Wedding and then Three Weeks with My Brother. Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Oh, Three Weeks with My Brother is his nonfiction where he writes about he and his brother haven't really spent a lot of time together throughout their adult years. Both of them are going through some things, but they decide, you know what, we're going to take this trip kind of all over the world for three weeks and just spend time together. That sounds and he awesome. talks about how he was raised and his parents and his adult relationships oh, and things like awesome. that. It's very, very good. If someone wanted to support my sister and I taking a trip like that, I would be down. Donations are welcome. Instead of, hear me out, instead of you and your sister, what about me and you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I see you all the time. So she lives sorry, a couple Andrea. hours. <laughs> she lives a couple hours away. I think it would mean more. No. But we have plans of our own. We're going to, to what, Scotland? To run a bookstore? A book. You cursed me. We are going to go to Scotland and rent that Airbnb with the bookstore underneath it. Yes. Yes. We're going to do this. Guys, it's like booked up for like the next two years. But by God, yes. we're going to go. We'll be like 87 by the mm-hmm. time we actually get but to go. But it'll happen. Yes, some people will be like, can you help me with that book? Yeah, I'll get it to you tomorrow. It's fine. Excuse me and my walker. <laughs> well, I, like I said, went home for Thanksgiving and didn't read at all. So I had a couple of books that I did not get to. And I wanted to mention one of them. The other is The Gown, which you oh. talked about on our recommended episode. And yes. I have it queued up, ready to go. I just haven't got to it yet. It's okay. I haven't yeah. read all of the books that you recommended to me either. So. Yes. And, but I did want to talk about The People We Hate at the Wedding. That, it sounds funny. Yes. And that's by Grant Ginder. G-I-N-D-E-R. Ginder. Sounds right. It sounds to me a bit the wedding date-ish, but without the renting of the prostitute. Oh, okay. Well, then that's just taking all that out of it. Right. But it's basically about... Um, Alice and Paul and their half-sister, Eloise, is getting married in London. And her dad, Eloise's dad, was really rich, was this really rich British guy. And so they think of her as like Miss Perfect, blah, blah, blah. And she's getting married and they're not really thrilled about having to go and deal with all the tediousness of like, you know, the perfect rehearsal dinners and stuff like that mm-hmm. um, but it just sounds really cute and fun and a bit like the wedding date which i loved the movie of so i yes, thought it sounded the wedding really date, good the movie not the wedding date the book yes because i haven't read that you have but I, have. I haven't the wedding date the book is similar-esque to the movie just not a prostitute mm-hmm. just a regular person i gotcha well the cover of this book is really cute because it's got a cake and the cake toppers have been decapitated lovely (laughs) yeah okay um but it i mean it just sounds you know like a couple of bitter people who are going to their perfect sister's Mm -hmm. wedding but also it's in england so that sounds fun sure and i just what event over there is not right i mean i've been to zero events over there but they all seem smashing that they do yes so i wanted to mention that i didn't get to it but i'm really bummed out that i did not get to it but it just i mean it just sounds really fun so, there is that. And I am going to read the gown. We'll see. I promise. I think if we do a tally, though, of the books that we recommended that I've read, I think I've read more of the ones you've recommended than you have. I can I can remember the Jefferson uh, Bass book, and I remember the Love, Luck, and Lemon Pie. What was the third one you told me to read? I can't remember it. Okay. Ditto. 
I know I remember I told you the gown. I told you the the political Christian mm-hmm, one. Which I read. Yes, you did. And what was the third one? Uh, Save Me the Plums, which I also read. No, I didn't tell you to read that. Well, you gave it to me and told me to read it, so yes, I counted it. No! It, not on that recommended episode, though. I'm gonna have I to... have ruled the ruling for the record reflect. You said The Last Madam. You recommended yes. that. Yes! And I want to read that as well. Yes. I don't remember the third one that you told me to read, though. You guys should go back and listen to it mm-hmm. again. And, and, and just tell us. And let us know. <laughs> I can check the show notes, but I just <laughs> don't want to. Also, we want you to re-listen to it. And that's yes. what you should do while we're on our hiatus. We were on a break! <laughs> Did you know that, like, Owl Crate and Fay Crate, you can now get Friends crates? I'm sorry? You can. It's a thing. I saw it on Instagram yesterday. I thought I meant to send it to you. I don't know if I did, I guess. Obviously, I did not. Oh, yeah, but it's a whole loot crate box thing oh centered on friends. Oh, my gosh. And I friends have so swag. Much friends crap, guys. I know, but you love it. I do. I do love it. Our cake topper says, you're my lobster. Aww. And our vows, like, we, we have little notebooks that we're both writing our vows in and they're both friends notebooks they super cute cute yeah if he doesn't say the wrong name at the altar i might be a little disappointed though i asked him if he was gonna do that and he was like we'll see (laughs) that would be funny if he says rachel i would die laughing (laughs) everybody else will be all serious and he'll say rachel bust out laughing (laughs) no one else will be like like, who is this bitch rachel what What is happening (laughs) that would be really funny yeah Okay, so as a teaser for what we're going to come back with. The teasers. I'm obsessed with the Big Bang Theory the same way you are obsessed with Friends. But I don't remember and, appetizers. Oh, yes. They're, when Penny and Leonard are broken up and she goes with Zach mm-hmm. and she realizes how stupid he is mm-hmm. and she got dr- she gets really drunk and goes back to Leonard and she's like, he spent the whole night bragging about he how he invented the word appetizers. Oh, God. So that's, I don't know, that's where my head went. I'm very happy. (laughs) Did you follow my train of thought? No, I was there the whole time. Yes. Okay. As a teaser, not an appetizer, we are going to be throwing a book Oscars. Yes, when we come back from break. Yes. Complete with awards, statues, and the like. Red carpet. I have all those things. Oh, I was like, who's budgeting this episode? No, I used to throw an annual Oscar party where people got dressed up. I made a whole spread of food. I had a red carpet and a backdrop. People would take their pictures. I even would video myself interviewing people on the red carpet. I would mash it all up. Who's a, a nerd now? It was amazing. <laughs> it really and does like, sound I amazing. Print off, I would print off ballots and have everyone mm-hmm. fill them out. And at the end of the night, whoever guessed the most correct winners got the Oscar at the end of the night. So That's I have fun. all this Oscar crap that I can't ever use. Because now, somehow, I have accumulated too many friends to host, <laughs> to host a party. And I don't know how that ever happened. That I must don't be like a terrible people. problem. I don't like people. I'm so popular. Pity me. <laughs> but no, it was lovely. And so when we were talking about how we wanted to kind of Everyone does. We even did this our very first episode. You talk mm-hmm. about your favorite books of the previous year. That's, you mm-hmm. know, kind of what book 
people do, but I wanted to do a, a fun spin on it. So yes. I thought of book Oscars. Yes. And I'm very excited about it. Mm-hmm. And another thing is that I swear, I swear to everything that is book related in the world, we are going to be giving away a book on Instagram. <laughs> I promise. Yes, ma'am. That is a thing that will happen before the end of this year. Yes, so ma'am. keep an eye on Instagram. Don't stray away from it yes it's gonna be active we're gonna be doing things yes i will be posting on instagram for those of you that care i will make sure to post a couple of wedding pictures because i'll have lots of bookish things on there yes so um but yeah instagram will be active uh watch out we will do a video talking about how to enter to win some books from us yes and yes that will definitely be happening before january yes but the next time we are going to be live in studio will be back in January. Yes, ma'am. Watch out for uh, updates on when our newest episode will post. I'll make sure it's on Instagram as well. We'll do yes. maybe like a fun countdown or something like yes, that. Yes. I love a countdown. Do you? I do. <laughs> what an odd thing to, do, to <laughs> I have a countdown. I know. I have a countdown app on my phone and I am fine. I like find random things I can count down to. Well, I mean, I can't really say anything like I've. I've always known how many days it was until the wedding since like we had a cute little sign that was in our living room when we got married love it yeah super fun but that was our ode to Susie's wedding and our last episode of the year tear 2000 (laughs) can we just have an episode of just our weird like (laughs) I should go back to all of the rough episodes before I edit them out and get like a blooper reel together. That would be be so difficult, but it would be so funny. Yeah. Like that time that I couldn't say the opener and it took me seven (laughs) tries. Yeah. You guys don't know what all we cut out, man. Mm -hmm. It's extensive sometimes. I, I probably guarantee I have cut out at least an hour of you laughing. No doubt. Yes. No doubt. Like your cackle that goes on and on. I just get tickled. (laughs) Yes. We've had some good times this year. You making fudge for Dolly. That was that was fun. That's how we were gonna bond, Tavia. I know, I know. I'm sorry that I that I ruined it for you. Yeah. By not being related enough. If you could fix that, please. I'll try. I'll see what I can do. Okay. But guys, I'm sad. I'm sad too. But, but it'll be, we're going to take some time to hang out with our families with our noses out of books for a little bit. Yes. And maybe. Susie's going to be a newlywed for a minute and nobody gonna, wants to see her during that. I'm going to honeymoon a little bit. And yeah, we're just going to have a nice relaxing December and we will come yes. back with some book Oscars and some awesome recommendations. Yes. Very Can't excited. Wait. Can't wait for it. All right, well, that's a wrap on 2019. Signing off for the last time. This year. This year. We'll we'll be back. So long. Farewell. Farewell. Off we saying adieu. Yeah, I let you take that one. I got it. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.